0: It's time for um hello, a Jersey Shore recap podcast.
1: Um hello,
0: um hello, um hello to you. We're back for another episode. This is what season three, episode 11?
1: eleven. Eleven.
0: My name is Angel, but you can call me Cookie.
1: And I'm Wow. together we are Cookie and Wow. I hate the title of this episode, mostly because Justice for Sammy. It's called Jim Tan, find out who Sammy is texting.
0: As if, like,
1: all of Miami couldn't have been, like, GT, find out what Ron is doing. But whatever, we'll get to that when we get to it.
0: Right. No. We'll we'll get into the details as we go, but I will say right off the bat that I am hashtag Team Sammy, and I Always. stand by that. So, well, you'll find out why later. But I just had to say that right off the bat. This episode starts kind of weird. You just jump right into a little road trip that Vinny and Polly are taking. Um, yeah, and and, um, i I head- was like
1: trying to remember what happened last episode. I'm like, did we end at the there end was no of lead the up. night? Yeah. yeah, it was so, like, I had to make sure I even started the right episode. Like, it didn't feel like it, flew, like, flew in nicely from the next episode. It's just like, oh, it's a rainy day, and this is what's happening. I was like, okay. Yeah,
0: it was kind of jarring, and they didn't explain it right off the bat, so there was, like, a whole, like, minute and a half where they're just driving, and you're like, did I yeah. miss yeah. I'm, like, looking back at my old notes. B-roll. But the- yeah, but then they finally explained that they're going to Vinny's family's house for, like, just kind of a, a meal and, like, a family day. Um, and I think it's cute that Vinny brought Polly. You know, they're kind of like each other's – what do they call it? Like bromance. A, a bromance. There you go, bromance. So mm-hmm. I think it's cute that they kind of have like a family day together.
1: They're like pseudo-dating, which is always a funny – like, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's a joke of them in their relationship that's funny because there's like some truth to it. Like, they do like mm-hmm. each other more than they like everybody else in the house, but they're not like – I mean, people, go write your fan fiction all you want, but I don't actually think that. <gasps> I Vinny's
0: bet there is. Actually. I should look it up.
1: <laughs> but they Archive do go, go to like – Right, they go to, do go to this amazingly beautiful dinner. That's like yeah. pizza, chicken cutlets, pasta. Oh, like the food at Vinnie's family always like house always looks so good.
0: I've been saying this since season one. I would love to have uh Vinnie's family dinner. I couldn't remember his last name. I was gonna. What's his last name? Gordo.
1: Guadagnino, the Guadagnos. Yeah. Yeah. I would love
0: to visit them and have a meal with them. It always is a yeah. feast.
1: Yeah, if somebody said, like, whose family could you, like, who do you want to have a meal with? If it, well, it's like, well, if they're cooking, it's it's Vinny's mom. Yeah, no question. That's for sure. Okay, so the rest of the house, outside of their little road trip, the rest of the house is really just, so there's the girls and Ronnie, because, I don't know, Mike's, like, not really making friends, and, I don't know, he's in a weird spot, like, I think.
0: Well, he was, like, weirdly, he he popped up here and there in this episode, but then he would just, like, disappear. Like there was well, entire like, storylines. We recently that had up.
1: them like ditching him when they went to dinner. So I feel like he's like yeah. getting isolated and also isolating himself, and that's why yeah. we feel that way. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. It, the only reason it's kind of okay is because it leads to a kind of fun dynamic between Ronnie and the girls who are going out to a salon, and Ronnie's like, "Where are you guys going?" Like, I want to come, and they're like, mm. "Well, we're going to get this done." And he's like, "Fuck it, I'll get my toes done. Let's go. I'll get a pedicure." And so they go, and then Mike's left at home with just the dogs.
0: Yeah. Well, I actually took note. At this point, Ronnie is still like, I want to win Sam Sam back mode. True. So he's on his best behavior. He's very much trying to vibe with the girls in a way that we've never seen before. It's really, it was kind of like Uncanny Valley. Like, it was scary because I was like, this doesn't feel real. It's
1: annoying.
0: It's like fake. Yeah. like, Like, on the surface, it seems charming, but we know the truth. So it, like, it gives me the ick. I didn't like it, but. It was yeah. a it seemed like a chill day at least
1: i I mean at least like when he's in this mode where he's trying to like kiss ass, basically, you at least feel like there's less risk of a fight, but yeah, no, yeah. it's still not ideal. I will say it's nice because he's not drinking a ton, so we're right. seeing like activities like when they went bowling, when they were um out to dinner and then pranked Mike, and now mm. when they're you know at the salon, so there's at least there's at least that.
0: Well, speaking of Mike, Mike always has to be a problem mm-hmm. in some way. And so he decides that since they left him alone, he's gonna let the dogs out and roam free so that they'll come back to a mess. And I would probably and he annoyed... encourages
1: them to like eat from the trash yeah. and have peanut butter so that they'll shit on the floor. Like, yeah. dude.
0: Well and he's come just on. he's so messy, like like literally messy because he's putting like marshmallow fluff on the actual ground for the dogs to lick up, and I'm like, come on, ants! You're gonna well, get roaches. I just feel
1: like there's two problems. Yeah, number one, it's gross for the house because even if the food gets every like, if the food gets everywhere, the poop and pee get everywhere. like right. That's like y'all have to live there. I feel like he like <laughs> for everybody who does these pranks, I feel like forgets that. Like even last episode, you were saying like, does Ronnie forget that the cheese they're putting in Mike's bed is his? room like yes i literally think they forget (laughs) and i feel like with this there's that side of things and then there's also the side of like so now you're making the dogs look bad so they're like less likely to be able to say, even though it's literally not their fault or like they're gonna regress like if you're training a dog you don't want to then encourage them to shit all over the house like I don't know. I had a lot of, as a dog owner, I had a lot of problems with this, but it's the only funny part is his commentary about it. Cause he's like, hell yeah, you shit all over the rug outside (laughs) of the commentary. I hate it. (laughs)
0: Well, and he must have messed those poor dogs' stomachs up because they were shitting everywhere. And I have a bone to pick with the producers and editors because, again, this season, if I have to look at shit one more time, and it's a little less, it's a little less horrible when it's a dog. Human shit is a little bit worse, but still, poop is poop. And I'm and they just they're zooming in on it. What, what what is with this season?
1: I don't know. I also feel like when everyone gets home to like see it and they comment on how it like smells and everything mike is the worst actor like he immediately <laughs> yeah. like if you were actually sleeping you would come downstairs and be like what the fuck happened why do you all stink and then they would be like it's not us it's the house i don't know i just i'm like you came down immediately it was like i was asleep the whole time what happened if you were asleep what do you mean the whole time how do you even know? like i'm just like you are not even slick dude knowing
0: like, mike though i don't think he wanted to trick anybody he wanted them to know it was him he likes people to know he's a troll he doesn't want to get away with it he wants to piss people off that's his whole thing um but (sighs) i thought it was hilarious though that when he was trying to play it off like oh i didn't know i was upstairs the girls know that it was him messing with the dogs because the dogs smell like his cologne and i thought that was hilarious Mm -hmm.
1: That would make me sick, though. Like, I get so sensitive to smells. And when men have really, really prominent smelling colognes, it, like, makes me a little nauseous. And so if I smelled it on my dog, I'd literally be like, ew, you need a bath.
0: As a gay man, I have to say I hate cologne. I hate it on men that I'm dating. I don't wear it on myself. I prefer, like, gender neutral or women's scents. Like, I like, like, fruity or floral. I can't do that. It's like not even smell like anything it's just pure chemicals the cologne
1: i mean yeah anything that's too potent perfume or cologne like anything sp- just even body sprays if it's too much then like yeah okay well you, it's like you're not even trying like I, I understand wanting to smell good putting on deodorant and stuff but you don't gotta like walk around smelling like the hollister store like relax yeah, the <laughs> oh, chemicals hollister! like you said
0: i forgot about hollister it was dark and pungent in there like that fake what? cologne smell Ugh.
1: It made me actually nauseous.
0: But like I thought this, that was funny. That, that was
1: very of this era, too, where the Hollands were Maybe a little I, before.
0: I bet it was that same kind of smell, that same cheap artificial smell. But I just yeah. thought it was so funny because, like, if it were reversed, if the girls had, like, pranked Mike, he would not have picked up on the. Like, it's no. such. Like, I feel like women tend to have like more of an in i feel like women tend to be more aware of their surroundings you you know what i mean
1: instincts we have to be because the world's more out to get us so we are more observant just by right socially like that's darwinism right there and it's i
0: think that comes from a negative thing but it does have a positive side effect in that you have this like instinctual kind of detective Mm -hmm. thing which i think is Mm -hmm. i just thought that was a cool scene
1: i totally agree with that for sure so after the poop, you know, we're gonna move on. Polly and yeah. Vinny come home with all the leftovers, which just looks—I'm uh, so jealous. And everybody gets ready to go to Karma, our favorite place. Snooky actually says straight to the bar, <laughs> which I just think is so cute.
0: What time was it? Was it like a was it nighttime? I love. Lost...
1: I mean, it's hard to even know, but I think this is the same day that they went yeah. all the way to Staten Island and back. So I'm pretty sure it's pretty late, and um. That's when she goes and meets that Polly lookalike. And she's calling him Nick, but I think he's a different Nick than the Nick she was referring to in another episode. So we'll get back to Gianni, of course. But right now we're with Polly 2.0 for tonight, basically. She said that,
0: but he actually does not look anything like Polly. He just has the same blowout, the same haircut. But other than that, he looks nothing like him. He's like kind of skinny, he's got like a small face. I thought it was funny that do she said you it. Do you
1: think that the blowout is because of Paul? Like he got he does the blowout because of Pauly, or do you think he's been doing Ooh. the blowout because it's just the style? Because I feel like that wasn't actually something people did, but maybe in Seaside that was the case. Like was the case.
0: My theory: it maybe was like a thing in like a small area, or like it was a kind of a niche thing, mm-hmm. and then Pauly just made it like big. I, that's what I feel, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if it was like popular at the time the blowout, but it was popular enough when Poly D did it that it left the East Side. Like people all over the country were doing it for a little while. Like I remember seeing people at school in the L.A. area with blowouts, and I was like, "You're not Italian, and this so, is like, L.A." Chicken
1: or egg, Poly D came it. first.
0: Possibly, it might have just been a niche thing. Like maybe his, him and his like small town or something. I don't know. But
1: it's somewhere. so funny that it made its way to L.A. influence because
0: for a very small time. I mean, we're talking yeah. like a year and a half at most, and then it went away. But, I mean, that's
1: how short, like even things were with the hype of Jersey Shore. Yeah. Think about the span that it was on. So that that makes sense to me. But that's wild.
0: But he definitely made it a thing for sure. And I feel like this guy might have got it from Polly because it looked just like Polly's.
1: Yeah, it, it, did a- <laughs> it did look pretty similar, and it didn't look on around. Yeah, it did. And just to round out their plot line, he does end up coming back with Snooky, which I have more to say about what happens at Karma. But just because there's not much else to say about poly 2.0 in particular right. except that at some point Snooky like hurts her knee maybe on her way back or something and he has to put a, a bandaid on for her and the way that she says like what are you with like, where what like fucking show did you pick this up from Snooky? like it cracks me the fuck up she's like what are you with Zaxa?"
0: and I know that's like her way of flirting which I think is so cute she has such a unique way of like she's so charming
1: it's so East Coast Italian to flirt like that. <laughs> I don't know. Or then like, she, I, it just cracks me up.
0: Well, then she says in the like confessional talking head thing that um, he was so sweet about the way he helped her with her knee that because of that, she's going to let him get it in, which I thought was funny.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. He he puts a bandaid on her. So she fucks him. Whatever.
0: I get what she's saying, though. <laughs> like he, he just had a sweet energy about the whole thing. He wasn't dismissive of it, I guess. So maybe that was a yeah. turn on to her. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Now I don't want to dwell on this because it drives me crazy if you talking about it. But Ron and Sam. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So he like basically I don't know. They have been vibing, but it has kind of been like friendly. And it's not mm. to say that they don't still like each other, but he at some point I think just is like, I'm just gonna make the plunge. And he like grabs her and they make out. And it's like it's you 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 want it to be cute. But it's not cute because you're like, no, because you just know now they're starting this toxic dance again, which yeah. then they do. And then they do. That's what sucks about it.
0: And, you know, immediately, too, because when they leave the club, Sam is kind of like, I don't know what I did. I let my guard down. I'm confused. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. like She was so secure for like a few days. And now she's back to, I don't know. I'm confused. And it's like it's hard to see it get back to that so quickly. Like one yeah, night, at one point, kiss. Yeah, some point the
1: girls even like call that out. They're like, "Don't stop being fun." And yeah, she's like, "I won't," but you're like, "It's not up to you. It's up to Ron and how he treats you." Because like, you don't even have a chance to be fun when he's terrorizing you.
0: And I think I said ah! this. I think I've said this in past episodes, but like based on what i know about sam just from tv i really get the vibe that she would not allow this to happen in real life i really do think this is like a tv they're trapped in the same house together like it's the circumstances i don't think she would keep going back to run in real life because right
1: it's okay (laughs) we'll talk a little bit more about them later (laughs) yeah episode you want to take a little break
0: yes okay can't get enough of um hello never Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Um umhellopod.
1: And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash umhello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post.
0: And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com.
1: All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay.
0: Um hello?
1: Um hello, we're back.
0: Yes, we are.
1: It is and the, the ne- next day.
0: Yes, it is. And the next day, the girls are gonna go have um a spray tan day, and they include Vinny. Oh no, not just the girls, a few of the roommates, but Vinny goes. And he decides well, some he's gonna of, get
1: most of them go like real tanning. Like most right. of them don't get spray tans, but they're like they always give Vinny a hard time for how like pale he is which he's not pale he just doesn't tan and i say that as a kind of pale italian whose relatives (laughs) are much tanner than me but that's why he wants to spray tan specifically so that he can get to their level in one day because if he was gonna go tanning i think this is actually a little bit of a misconception about tanning beds people are like oh if you go tanning at a tanning bed like you're gonna Start getting dark right away, the way that a spray tan works. But it's like you would have to tan like every day for a long time for it to Mm. really add up. So, if you actually, if you've ever gone to a tanning salon, they have people you get like a membership, and then it's like Mm. you have unlimited tans for X amount of dollars per month. Those people go every day, like Polly and these other people, and that's how they keep up their tan. It's okay. not like a I'm gonna go tan one time to get tan. That's the spray tan. So that's like where Vinny's taking that route because everybody else is ca- tanning consistently. Consistently. Now my family always just grew up tanning on the beach, but as we know, the Jersey Shore people don't spend much time at the beach while they're at the shore. Ironically.
0: All right. Oh no, you're right. We I don't think we've had a beach scene this whole season so far, and it's almost over.
1: The last time we've seen the beach was when Snooki Where's fell off the beach, oh, you're the right. beach I feel like. You're
0: right, you're right. I forgot about that, but that didn't count because it wasn't a beach day.
1: No, no, wasn't I wouldn't count that as a beach day whatsoever. No.
0: I have to say, no, you're right. I have to say um, the guys all tend to make fun of Vinny for being skinny and for being pale is what they call him. Yeah. But like, for me, it works because I thought he looked good. Like, he, There was a moment when he was getting a spray tan when he was standing there like in his little his little uh, what's it called boxer brief, like a tight underwear. Yeah. I thought he looked good. I was like, okay, I haven't I hadn't seen him like that uh, at that time. <laughs> I thought he looked he looked perfect to me. Maybe he wasn't I think their it's standard. Fine.
1: But... And when they do, sometimes their tanning commentary goes a little on the like racially insensitive <laughs> right. side. And I feel like his spray tan is borderline racially it was insensitive dark. as well. It's a little too dark. No, I don't know when they filmed him. And, like, also, if you get a spray tan, you're supposed to, like, wait a certain amount of time and then shower mm. so that you control, like, how much, I don't know all the science behind it and whatever. But um, who knows if he, like, followed the rules because, you know, they're 22-year-olds or whatever. So, ever- yeah, it was a little dicey. Have you ever had a spray tan? I have had, um, I think one or two spray tans. They were, one was pretty mild and the other one was only because I had worn a bathing suit that was like a big bandeau, basically strap across my back Mm. and I'd gotten really tan. So there was a big like stripe and I was supposed to be in a wedding with a a backless dress. So I went to get a spray tan and I was like, can you, but can you spray just just the white part to make it match the rest? And she was kind of like, that's not really how these work, but like, I can give it a try. And I was like, well, that's what I'm here to get done. So give it a go. It actually worked pretty well, to be honest. So I wouldn't recommend doing that, but it, that, you know, in a, in a pinch. And I think there was a time where like my friends were doing it. So I tried it for fun and I don't think I, liked it like it was kind of weird and well, it's also was... like, you stand there actually naked like I know yeah. Vinny was in his tidy whities or whatever yeah. but like my friends were like no I just get naked and you leave like, your tits out for some 13 year old to spray them it's it's weird they're 16 I... child labor laws but like still like, they're, like young been... girls who work at these
0: right well I've always been horrified by the idea of a spray tan because like is it like makeup like do I have to be constantly concerned about like bumping into stuff and leaving a, a mark
1: yeah, I feel like it's oh, like a has, like, temporary like dye. Yeah, Maybe, you just okay. <laughs> take a shower. It's very weird. And yeah, Vinny, I don't know that it's something he should continue. To... I
0: meant bef- when I said he looked good, I meant before the tan. I, meant, I know. Like, I knew When know he what stripped you meant. down, I was like, "You look
1: not like he looks
0: good," but I I guess he's not that standard of that area at that time. But worked for me. I'll just say that.
1: I think that <laughs> it's his looks held up. Like he still looks good, you know. So it's well, he looks better
0: know. now than ever, actually.
1: He looks great now. He does He, really he does. looks really good. And he's in great shape and he's not like uptight as much in, in the terms of like taking care of himself. Yeah, totally. Agree. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> they go home and on their way home, this is where there's like this drama with Jenny because they think they see Roger, quote unquote, do the dip, meaning that they thought they saw him <laughs> and tried to be like, hey, it's us. And then he like sped off. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, Jenny's trying to play it cool, but you can, like, see just fumes coming out of her ears. Because they then they also are like, did he have a girl in the car? Which is just, you know, making her go wild. and
0: Well, and the problem with the situation is I think the roommates in the car were just picking on her. Like, I don't think they were actually accusing Roger right. of anything. I think they were just saying, like, ooh, he's got a girl. You better watch out. But Jenny got mad and kind of took it serious. So when they get back to the house, she calls him and he doesn't answer, so she leaves this voicemail where she's like, yeah, that was fucked up, and I think we're done right now, so you better call me back. And the roommates were like, what? yeah, Wait, 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 we didn't mean to do all of that.
1: <laughs> well, I think that she is defensive because her and Tom had kind of a toxic relationship, mm, right. and so I think she's in, like, a take-no-shit era, and mm. if he really did have a girl in the car, I think she was going to be like, well, then we're we're good, because I'm not, like, hooking up with other guys or whatever. But I don't even think... Yeah, I don't think the guys were like serious about. It. I think it was all no. banter and then yeah. she was just like walls up got to got to do something about it.
0: Well, cuz they heard her make the voicemail and then they kind of were like, "Wait, like I don't I don't even think the I don't think there really was a girl. We were just fucking with you." And she kind of yeah. has like she looks embarrassed. She kind of look has this moment of like, "Oh shit, like I I kind of fucked up." But she doesn't call back, which I think is good. I think to leave another voicemail would have been a mistake.
1: See, I am so the type of person I would have left another voicemail. Yeah, it's, it's as I get older, I'm trying to be better about those types of things and and mm-hmm. understand that like sometimes less is more, or like you need to give people a chance to breathe. They'll come to you. Like I've gotten better about it, but historically, I definitely would have been the person to be like. Hey, it's me again. Um, I really do need you to call me because I want to explain. I totally overreacted earlier. Please listen to this before you call me back. I apologize. Like we can talk. Yeah, I would have gone off on a ramble. And then I probably had to would have had to like leave a third one. And then I would have sat in anxiety until he called right. back. Um, which he well, does. <laughs>
0: And he does. And you know what, this is almost like not their first fight, but this is their first time where they have like a little bit of tension in between them. But I almost feel like it was a good thing that this happened. Because Jenny herself in the in the confessional says like, I wasn't sure kind of how I felt about Roger, but I'm starting to see that I really have feelings for him. Like it isn't just some. Yeah. So maybe it was kind of good that this happened. It made well, Jenny realize think her feelings. It's
1: good that, and because Roger didn't like flip out and make it a whole thing. Right, he was kind of like, "Listen, I didn't do anything wrong. I had a whole thing of errands to run today. You gotta let me breathe. I yeah. was running through traffic to get to my appointment. I didn't have a girl in the car. Like, you gotta chill. And I, you know what I think part of it is. I don't think, I don't think this is Roger's first time around the block dating a crazy girl like Jenny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he sure knows he his yeah. type, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and you know what? Jenny knows her type too. And I actually wrote in my notes that I think this sort of moment is part of why she was so attracted to him and why she was willing to like be with him and start a life with him mm-hmm. because Jenny has a very big personality and I don't think every guy could Sort of have a good relationship with her. I mean, we saw with Tom, like he couldn't yeah. handle the Jay Wow of it all. He right. didn't. He when that side of her comes out, he didn't like it. Whereas Roger kind of like knows how to deal with it, and knows how to talk to her without necessarily. At this moment, obviously in their marriage, that's another story. But at this moment, without it like escalating or yeah, her feeling attacked. So I I feel like it was handled as good as it could have been.
1: It ended up being funny, which is yeah. you know, good. And they you hung up on, on good terms about it.
0: They hung right, up on good, good terms, so it all worked out. <laughs>
1: so then we got a really, really, really fun scene of a water balloon fight. It's the girls versus the guys. It, like, starts with just them throwing a couple. It turns into, like, everybody wearing trash bags, like an all-out war. They end up throwing the girls in the hot tub. It is so much fucking fun, and those scenes make me really jealous that I'm not, like, 23 and living in a house with all my friends you know what i'm saying like that makes me so like wow i really do want what they have because when i'm watching them clubbing and watching them fighting and watching the drama i'm like okay this is entertainment but i'm not like putting myself in their shoes but when Mm -hmm. i see this i'm like okay hold on because this is something i'd I'd sign up for this looks like so much fun
0: well it's good to have these moments to break up the tension because they really are a family like they fight but they enjoy each other's company too
1: right and this yeah, is another they're, moment they're
0: where well, this is another moment where ron is on his best behavior because him and sam are kind of you know they're having this water balloon fight and they're like getting along which is like i guess good for ron but for us it's like don't have too much fun together i don't want you guys to like <laughs> fall back into anything
1: well they do immediately fall back because he pulls her and is like hey I think we should work this out. You know what? Mm. I've changed. You seem like you've changed. And he actually says, Let me prove to you that I'm not the same person. And my comment on that is I roll, just I same. roll central. Like you're not any different. You're not any different now in fucking 2023. So why would you be any different one weekend after she went away?
0: I thought the exact same thing. I literally, let me tell you what I put in my notes. Cause you said I roll. I put, Ron says he's quote changed, and then I put an eye roll emoji because, right? You've changed from what? Three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? What do you mean? What do you mean no, changed from?
1: Three days ago, she went right. home, Remember, she went home for a weekend. <laughs> so you haven't even had a whole week. What have you changed? Did you go to therapy? Did you do anything besides just sulk for two days and then right. sulk when she came back? shut the fuck up ron god i'm so i'm such a ron hater this season and i don't even give a fuck
0: well i'm thinking maybe he met miami but no because she didn't leave over miami she left over the fights they were having in the house so yeah there's no change he didn't change maybe you could say like literally the end of this
1: episode he will prove that he hasn't changed
0: yeah so so like that next night yeah exactly yeah. Jesus.
1: Okay. Well, the girls do try and like have a talk with Sam about it. And that's where I mentioned they were like, don't stop being fun. I think they're trying to be like, can you just like approach with caution? And yeah, I think they also know the inevitable. But I like how you said, like, this wouldn't be what Sam does regularly. She was put like in a place where she couldn't escape him. And that's mm-hmm. just never what real life is. And so it just wouldn't have been this way anywhere else outside of filming.
0: No, exactly. That's the whole thing about like living with an ex. Because I've never understood personally people that, unless it's a financial thing, like if you can't, but I've never understood people who break up and they're like, oh, but we're comfortable, so we'll just stay living together. I never understood that because I feel like that could get so messy and emotional. What do you think about that? So
1: I did live with my ex for about six months after we broke up, and there was really only like one day that it got messy maybe two maximum and it was very soon in the beginning like I would say Mm. after we broke up two months later living together as exes was super normal however I was like when I was single and like fucking around with other girls I was doing it at their houses or like outside of the house but once I started dating my girlfriend then it started to be like you know what? I think we're a little on top of each other because I don't now have a space to bring her back to, and I've never needed to bring someone back before. And so that's when I was like ready to move out. So I don't think it's, um, I think it's okay. Depending on the situation, I think lesbians do that best to be honest with you. Okay. But I also don't think it's a forever option. Like I think it should be temporary. Mm. Like I appreciated it because I didn't want to like have to rush to find a space. And when I did end up moving out, It made sense for, like, me with my roommate that I was moving in with and all this stuff. But I don't think it's just blanket, like, a good idea to live with an ex. I think it really depends. And it also depends if you are a queer woman or not. Because if you're not a queer woman, just, like, approach with mad caution. If you're a queer woman, you've probably already done it, like, three times.
0: No, very that. Because (laughs) I don't want to come up as, like, a pick-me. But men typically tend to have lower emotional IQ. And so I think... I think it get tends to get messier when there's a man, like if it's a straight or a gay male relationship when it comes to living together. Because my concern is that like Ron and Sam thing of like, oh, we're still in love with each other. Let's try again. Like, that's what I want to avoid.
1: I love that your version of a pick me is um not <laughs> sticking I, up for men because it's so sort of, like role <laughs> reversal. I I'm, That was so funny to me.
0: <laughs> well, I meant it is like, because no, some know, people say I, you're a pick me is like, you're like, I hate men, but I am one. You know what I mean?
1: well yeah because but pick me girl would be like i'm not like other girls so i, I totally oh, right. understand what you're saying but it's so right. funny to hear well, in like a the patriarchal flip side world, of
0: it. yeah in a patriarchal world it's like a betrayal to be a man and call out other men a bro code you know but which we see in this episode we'll get to that later speaking of bro code yeah oh, yeah
1: Jesus. yeah yeah well i, I appreciate your um <laughs> feministic approach <laughs> i try i try
0: well let's take a break
1: all right yeah Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to you all at all? I as literally <laughs> every queer woman I meet mean, hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, Hello!
0: Um, hello, we're back.
1: We're back and we may have gone a tease earlier in the season when some girls were supposed to go to Jenks. They did not make it to Jenks, <laughs> they made it to Times Square instead. But today we are actually going to Jenks, which is actually Jenkinson's, which I completely forgot. I've been calling it Jenks in my head this whole time.
0: Me too. And it looked like a really good time.
1: Yeah, like what the fuck go. was this place? It was so multifaceted. Like there were batting cages, there were bars, there were gorillas, they met a penguin. <laughs> what is this magical, like, fairy tale land?
0: Ron and Sam went to the aquarium, but Jenny, so Jenny has this guy sitting next to her, and she goes, can you lift your sunglasses? And he pulls his sunglasses off, and she goes, oh.
1: <laughs> her he was, was like, like If I was that guy, and I saw her reaction, I would have been like, oh, no, this isn't going well, because she's kind of like, hmm, hmm. And he's like, what? She's like, no, nothing, nothing. And what's also funny about Jenks is like, I know that they needed a taxi to get there because it was kind of like 20, 30 minutes away. Mm. They take a party bus there and back. And I'm just like, I'm very confused about what and where Jenks is. Like, right. <laughs> it's a very confusing scene to me overall, what Jenks is. And then, yeah, they, um, they don't totally love the scene at Jenks once they get close up.
0: And I was trying to get a good look. I guess I could kind of see what they were saying because from the shots that they picked, obviously it's edited, but I didn't see a lot of like hot guys. So I can kind of see what they're saying. I mean, maybe they cut around the hot guys to make the girl's point or Jenny's point seem right. But I was like, maybe she's right. Maybe there's a lot of It's a
1: lot of like muscly bodies. Exactly that. But then (laughs) they aren't like the most striking, handsome individuals.
0: And the editing was pretty- Pretty cool, though, because Jenny made that comment about the aquarium, and then it cuts to Ron and Sam, who are actually at the aquarium, and they like show an ugly fish as she's saying that it was edited beautifully. You must watch it yeah. if you haven't. Um, and then Ron and Sam <laughs> meet a penguin, which I'm so jealous of because I've always wanted to meet a penguin.
1: I know it. are they like drunk meeting the penguin too? that's what's so funny. <laughs>
0: I think so day, day drunk is the best drunk at an aquarium. I love that,
1: so they they make their way back on the party bus. Um, I think it's the same day. I kind of don't know. But there's just like a small funny scene where Mike is helping Snooky with some skincare. They put on a mask. It's very like fun house antics.
0: I thought, and this is the only time this episode I thought this about Mike. I thought it was kind of charming that she just kind of briefly mentioned, oh, I'm breaking out right now. And Mike was like, oh, come with me. I'll help you. And then he kind of right. gave her a whole little spa day. He was putting a mask on her. So I thought that was sweet. It was Although, cute. part of me is like, oh, it's kind of cool that Mike has, like, a skincare regimen and he takes care of himself like that. But, on the other hand, with him, it's almost American Psycho-y a little bit. It gets to that level.
1: <laughs> he It's a little obsessive. I think that yeah. Mike has shown a lot of, like, obsessive tendencies and, like, um oh, I wonder if has, that like, pl- plays into, like, addictional tendencies, I mm. think, too. Like, he gets really involved in things, so... I think skincare here is is not, you know, it is skin here here is one of those things.
0: But um he put her he put Nicole in a mask and she was running around like with Miming. Like with a white face. Yeah, and she started miming. That was a fun. That was a fun little moment before the chaos.
1: Uh, Yes. Okay. So the rest of this episode is going to be drama at karma. I think we should go through a bullet point list of the facts of what happened and then how we feel about it. Okay. Okay. Facts about what happened. They go to karma. Arvin is looking for Sammy. Mike decides to get involved and has everybody kind of looking at Arvin's text messages and listening to what Arvin has to say, Nicole decides to stick up for Sam and is like, Hey, this is what's happening. But Ron gets mad. Sam sort of panics and there's a lot of fighting that happens. And And I think we'll get to what happens when they get back at the house, but all of that happens while they're still at karma.
0: Yeah. And it looks like they didn't even really get to have a good time because Mike starts talking to this Arvin guy the moment they get there. So it's like they get there and Mike starts instigating. And it was a really weird scene with him like walking with Arvin around to roommate to roommate to like instigate and show this text message. I didn't understand why he felt the need to tell every roommate what was going on.
1: He says that it's because he didn't want to be the one who starts the drama. But I'm like, that's a pretty easy way to be the one who starts the drama. And I don't like this because Sammy really didn't do anything wrong. Even if she had invited this guy here, like it was a text message. They don't have their phones. So in theory, those text messages were all sent when she was home, when she was telling Ron, we're not going to get back together. I'm not, I'm done with you. I need a break from you. We need to be separate, all this stuff. And if anything, what Mike should have done was looked at those texts and been like, oh, those are from a couple days ago, but I think things have changed since then. She's back with Ron and everything could have been different. And at some point, Jenny does kind of say that, like, I think in a confessional, I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode, but she's like, I get it. Sam was single when she reached out to Arvin and whatever, but... They make it out to be like, oh, Sam was trying to get away with something. And I'm just like, no, she wasn't.
0: Yeah, no, no, exactly. No, exactly. It makes perfect sense. She just went through this huge breakup. She leaves the house. She's probably a little dazed and confused. So she reached out to like an old friend or maybe someone she's hooked up with just to like, I don't know, have someone to talk to or get her head right. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Maybe the situation wasn't handled exactly right she kind of went into defense mode because she panicked, which I understand. But
1: you know I why think- she panicked because she's literally dating a domestic abuser and you don't know how fragile any situation is going to like be. Right. So of course she panics. I get it. And-, and Snooki's the only one being a girl's girl. Like what the fuck?
0: Yeah. I was going to say on top of being on eggshells with, um with Ron, she kind of was ganged up a, a little bit. All the roommates, except for Nicole, and a little and bit. Dina, Dina, I don't.
1: Th- yeah, Dina wasn't like on. Dina was neutral. She just didn't say anything. Yeah, she just yeah. stayed out of it.
0: But everyone else, other than those two, were kind of ganging up on her and like being accusatory of like, "Well, did you text him? Is it?" And so I, I probably would have felt back to no corner too.
1: I didn't like it, and like Sam is, warrantedly, I think, mad at Mike because he is just starting shit, and like, right. I don't know, I when your boyfriend is so like un predictable as ron and somebody's then starting stuff i would be really annoyed too because i'm like you're like not making things safe for me i don't know which obviously that is just even more reason she shouldn't be with sam but i don't get why everybody thinks sam is so bad in this scene it's like so disproportionate especially yeah. y'all watch ron be such a dickhead for forever in miami but this is where like oh my god and i just when ron or when when mike is in the confessional being like got you sam you sneaky bitch i actually wanted to punch him in the face where was jenny's backhand when you need it oh my god i hated that
0: well and then they go home from the club and the the fight kind of continues and i really was like all of these especially the men but these roommates are about to piss me off right now because the conversations that were being had both to sam's face and in the confessionals were actually really irritating me like vinny at one point said um Like, oh, we thought it was Ron in the wrong, but now we see the truth. What do you fucking mean? Ron was cheating on Sam and then getting into bed with her on TV. Sam texted an old friend after a breakup. There's not even close to the same thing. Nope. They're not even in the same arena. Absolutely not. And when
1: when it eventually escalates and Ron, like, gets involved to be like, well, why did you do this? And what about this? They get into a fight and nothing's changed. And I'm like, and, he, and this is what's also annoying is the guys are all like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this go down. But then when it's back to Ron and Sam fighting, they're like, I'm going to kill myself if this continues. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no, you keep that same fucking energy because y'all just wanted a whole fucking show. And now that you're getting a show, it's not fun. Gross. Gross. And Polly, you're the, supposed to be the fucking voice him. of reason. Are you kidding? Are you kidding?
0: I uh, was really surprised with poly specifically because he's usually the one that tends to be like he's he's a guy's guy like he's bro code type person but he always seems i don't know so at least a little objective and kind of wise because he was the oldest by a lot like he was almost 10 years Mm -hmm. older than the rest of them and so he usually comes off as pretty wise and this moment i felt he was just as annoying as the fucking rest of them um and i was he
1: usually gets it and he did not get it
0: he didn't get it. And the last thing Mike says, like, right before the episode ends, really irritated me as well. He said, um, like, while, while, while Ron was in the house crying in my shoulder and buying you roses, you were off texting somebody. Okay, Ron was crying into your shoulder and buying roses because he just got broken up with because he was being abusive.
1: Right, like, that's the narrative you're going yeah. with? that's like, what we're that's what we're pushing like
0: are we trying to suggest that ron was heartbroken or done dirty she left he was because, heartbroken
1: because he pushed her off a of bed like hello? and threw her shit around the house like and he broke he her glasses what happened a week prior no because they're all too drunk to.
0: that's true that's true i mean when you're all when you're kind of drunk all day every day i guess it is hard to see things objectively that's true
1: the yeah. Ron and Sam stuff is just so not fun to rewatch, and when there's like so many fun things like the water balloon fights and their day at Jenks and all this stuff, then it just makes those fights like it it just makes it un it makes it not fun anymore I don't know,
0: yeah, well, I feel like they do try their best to cut back and forth, but it and we've talked about the emotional whiplash before it ends up being like. Really heavy moment, really silly fun moment, back and forth and back and forth. And it, t- it gets a little exhausting. I mean, it does make for interesting episodes, but it's a lot.
1: That's <laughs> why we're all so good at disassociating now. That's true. Yeah, That's- I, don't, I don't even know. Um, For our cookie quote, we're going to go back to Jenks. And this is more of a monologue. So I think one of us should present the monologue and the other one do the monologue. So would you like to pre- oh. be the presenter? Or the actor.
0: I'll let you do it because you do a better WoW. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. This is WoW's theory on Jenks.
1: The guys look really good from afar, but once they come up to our table, they are jacked hideous. It reminds me of the aquarium next door to Jenks, where it's. Just good to look at him. But the moment you tap on the glass and make him come to you, it freaks you out. And End scene. scene. Beautifully said. Honestly, poetry about unattractive men with nice bodies at Jenks.
0: I agree. I thought it was a very, um it was a great, what is it, simile metaphor? It, it was a great comparison.
1: Yeah. She's smart for that. <laughs> I love JWoww. <J-well. laughs>
0: yeah me too this was a good episode for her
1: for sure well we've gotten to the end of it so that
0: was exhausting i think that's it for this one
1: um goodbye
0: goodbye um hello no goodbye
1: if you want more of the podcast you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod
0: We also have a Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind-the-scenes bonus content for you.
1: And you can find me anywhere online at The LibreGina, including my website, thelibreGina.com.
0: And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Bye.